Snap Studios. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Snap Judgment. Classic. Oh, snappers have been waiting on this one. Have we got a treat for you? It features a real forest. And it features a real guide. At least that much is real. Snap Judgment. Can you can you uh, tell me what you ate for breakfast? I had four raw eggs and five flapjacks with some espresso with a shot of whiskey in it. You're one of the most disgusting people I know. That's what I had for breakfast. What's your name? Ben Becker. Tell me tell me just something about yourself. I'm 29 and uh, living in Boulder, Colorado for going on my third year and trying to train to withstand anything. This is this is a weird story. You ready? Yeah. How true is this? Scale of one to ten. Scale of one to ten, eight. Okay. All right. I was living in Pumpkin Town, South Carolina, real place, and a flea market every Wednesday. That everybody called the Jockey Lot. You could buy assault rifles there. I was living in a cabin with the dirtiest hound dog you have ever seen, and I was running this guiding outfitter, and. Uh, well, a really good friend of mine, Brett, Brett, he lived in Pumpkin Town too, but he ran an outfitter store, you know, sold camping supplies, stuff like that, and it wasn't doing too good because of the recession. One time I'm hanging out there in the store and I get this call from my lead guide and he says, hey man, we're having trouble with this kid. Can you come out tonight and talk to him? I might have to kick this kid off the course. And I'd kick kids off courses and you know, always done like the right soft skills, talk to him. But I was just kind of burnt out. So Brett's like, let me come with you. And I go, all right. And he goes, I got an idea. We get in my work truck. And before we go, he goes into his trash can and throws this bag in the back of the truck. And I go, what's that? He goes, don't worry about it. We run over to his house. And we cut out a perfect replica of, you know, whatever, Bigfoot. We cut out a Sasquatch foot. It was big. It was about three feet. No, not three feet. Probably two and a half. Two and a half feet long. It was big. big Sasquatch. Yeah, it was was big. Sasquatch standard. So we drive out to up the mountain, and then we drive nine miles in the motorboat out to where they're camped. And we get out there. It's pretty late, and all the kids are asleep. But my staff's still out, and he was like, man, this kid's just been giving me a hard time. He goes into the story, and I go, don't worry about it, we got an idea. And so we take the feet, and we make these marks all around the kid's tent. And then Brett gets the bag that he threw in the truck, and it's filled with dog ish. <laughs> and he pours it out right where, by where the kid's head is on the outside of the tent. And then we camped out. 
And um, in the morning, we wake up and we're out there, and the, the kid is awake, and he's he's not freaking out like I thought he'd be freaking out. Instead, he has this look on his face of like sheer awe. He's telling us all these statistics about Sasquatch. And he's like, Oh my God, size of this foot. I wish I had some plaster of Paris I could make a mold because this is definitely an alpha species. This is definitely alpha. I've never seen it this big. Oh my God, I'm freaking out. And he's like, for the rest of the trip, he's just geeking out on the Sasquatch. They've never been seen this far south. Oh my God. So for every trip, they take pictures and then they do this big picture DVD at the end of the trip where we're in our pavilion at the base camp. We're showing it, and then the Sasquatch feet show up, and the kids freaking out, and the poop, and <laughs> everything. And uh, I look at the kid's dad, and he starts geeking out too. And they're just like talking to each other like these little bees. They're just like, blah, blah, blah. his dad goes, "Can you give me a topographical sighting of where this is? I need longitude, ladder, I need GPS coordinates, and I also need a place to get gear." And. Uh, I get this call from Brett later that night. He goes, did you send some guy here to me for the Bigfoot thing? Oh, yeah, it's the kid's dad. The guy spent $1,200 on gear. He bought GPS systems. He bought the most powerful scope I have. And I was like, well, great sale. Awesome. Cool. I come over for dinner. He takes me back down into a shop, and he has all these pelts and skins out. And his wife's Susanna's sewing machine with this huge needle on it. And he goes, we're making a Bigfoot costume. <laughs> he goes, you, me, and Susanna know about this. No one else. So she helps us out because she's actually quite the seamstress. And we make this thing. And it took us about eight hours all night. Tons of coffee. It had cigar burns on it. It had tobacco juice on it. It was disgusting. And it ta- was tailor-made to me. Up close, it was pretty bad. <laughs> like, how so? Like, what, what was it? You just saw the seams and, like, it, the different colors, the different pelts, because it was, like, four, made of four different animals. It was, like, black bear, deer, elk, and something, like, rodents, like, rabbits and shit. And if, it, if you saw me from 30 yards away in the shadows, it was Bigfoot. <laughs> And so, the next morning, we get up real early and, you know, we eat breakfast and he's like, let's try it out. So we go to this place called Twin Falls and um, it's a beautiful place. But the coolest thing about it is you can get, you can access the top. It's about 60 feet tall, 70 feet tall. You can access the top and everybody else is down below. So I get up there early in the morning and I get to the top of the falls and I kind of stand up and I look over and it takes about two minutes and then someone screams and they go, Oh my God, it's Bigfoot! And I make this like surprise motion and I go like this. I, I, I was like, and then I vanish. And then Brett picks me up down the road on an access trail. Then we do like two or three more that morning, like on different trails. Oh my God, it's Bigfoot! Can I interrupt you here? Yeah. Did you ever worry about getting shot? We'll get to that. So, we know a couple other trails where people go in early in the morning and I do a Bigfoot drive, like run by. Just like, you know, just run by and I'm gone. And uh, we put some tracks out. And 
then we go hang out at his shop and some people there's some words going around like people are talking and so Brett's like yeah yeah I saw him last week here and he has this new map up with some dots and he gets some blurry pictures of me from like his backyard and stuff like that <laughs> and we put him up so a couple weeks go by and he's making some big sales and start, he even takes a group of family out to go for a Bigfoot sighting and I do a thing they're a con artist he, totally this whole thing's going down and our friend Curtis who lives on top of this mountain with the most untrained dog in the world named Motley Crue John Bon Jovi it dug holes everywhere it peed inside it was a disgusting dog Curtis comes in once he hears about it and he's freaking out he's like oh my god Bigfoot and Curtis lived off of cigarettes Red Bull ice cream and homemade things he made after about two weeks, he comes in one day with this big box of, of jars, mason jars, with this liquid inside, and he goes, Check it out. I'm going to make some money on this Sasquatch thing, too. And he puts it down on Brett's thing, and he goes, Can I sell this here? And pulls out one of the jars, and it looks like a milky orange paste with chunks in it. It tasted like if you boiled up milkweed and put chili peppers and... Mashed carrots was pretty much how it tasted. It wasn't that good. It's Quatch sauce. Yeah. It's Sasquatch split up and flipped. Quatch sauce. Sasquatch. It's hot sauce made from real Sasquatch juice. <laughs> Quatch sauce. And no one bought this. Well. It started to get really crowded out there, and I thought, you know what, maybe I'll do like just a couple more, and then it'll be over, because I, I was afraid someone was going to put a bear trap out. <laughs> and so I go to the Twin Falls one last time, the, like the place to see Bigfoot, early in the morning, and it's like misty, and it's beautiful, and the waterfall's going, and I'm at the top, and I splash in, and there's a bunch of people down there with scopes and lights, and I look over, and it's Bigfoot! And I go, and I start backing up, and I'm backing up, and then I hear it behind me, the shotgun. And I turn, and there's Curtis staring me down with a shotgun. And it's early morning, bad lighting, and he's like about 15 yards away. And he goes, I'm gonna kill you, son of a bitch. And right before he fired, out of nowhere, Motley Crue John Bon Jovi comes out of the woods, in the air, no. gets me by the head like full force, this 80 pound dog, and wrestles me to the ground and starts pulling on the top of the mask. And I'm like, damn it, get this dog off me, Curtis. Motley Crue John Bon Jovi like rips it off. It comes off. Curtis still has his gun pointed at me. And I see this look on his face, and it's just sheer disappointment. <laughs> it's just, it's just really let down. Is how he looks, and he goes, "It was you all the time." That's pretty smart. Brett's been making a lot of money. And then he kind of helps me up. I look down. Molly Crujama Joey's tearing my mask to shreds. And we hear like all this hubbub down below, 
and he helps me out of my, my Bigfoot suit. We wad it up and put it in my backpack, and we start getting out of the way before anybody can hike up there. And he's, like, got his arm off my shoulder, and he's just chuckling. He's like, Sorry, I almost shot you, man. Yeah, that was good looking suit. There's no more Bigfoot sightings, but the maps are still there, and you know, every once in a while they get together after hours and drink beers and talk about the time they saw Sasquatch. And Curtis, he knows, but he has this. He tells this story about how he had me in, in his sights. Like he tells it, my the crew got me, and I like kicked his dog real hard <laughs> with my big foot and ran off. <laughs> and he's like, I had a shot, but then my damn dog got away, and I would have been millionaire. <laughs> Now, I can absolutely verify that Pumpkin Town is a real place. Everything else, I wouldn't cite it in a term paper. This story originally aired on the Here Be Monsters podcast. It's amazing. Hosted by Jeff Ittman, and he has a brand new season out. Snap Judgment. Classic.